It's a good day, it's a good day. And we are going to do this more often. We've had three Sundays and people got here and I was not comfortable with that. And the worst thing for a pastor to do is to have a church service and somebody gets hurt trying to get here through slipping and sliding. And so if you do it today, you just can't drive. But uh, so we're going to do this more often and always look on the website by Friday night. We will make that decision. One of the things that I like is we're doing the, the 12 steps and we're going to do that for a while is, you know, when a when a woman is determined. Uh, to get herself together, they will go to the extremes. They will do what they have to do to get it. When I'm talking about when one is really determined to be healed, and that's just that's just fact. And uh, in the uh, twelve second step, it is we came to believe a power greater than ourselves should restore us to sanity. Now, sometimes some of us men will live in sanity until something really happens. But I've, over my life, dealing with grandparents, grandmas, and, and, and other folks, I've seen how women have worked so hard uh, to get their lives in line. See, they understand that their responsibility is to seek healing, and healing is to draw near to Jesus and to live in his presence. And this is why you see so much, many women in church and not as many men in church. Because they're trying to live a life that Christ would have them to live, and they know to do that, to live in his presence, then they have to learn and to grow and to step out of that insanity and to step into spirituality. And so we're going to talk today because we do pretty good here because we have a lot of men that come to this church, and we're pleased with that. And they come with their wives or, or who they're in a relationship with. And, and I, I love the men to do that. And one of the problems that is, but I'm serious about this, is I would like to see more men take the responsibility of knowing that they need to draw closer and be more responsible and seek their healings from Christ and live in his presence. That would stop all of this abuse that's going on, then that would stop all these other things that's going on in, in our society today. And so I want to talk about a young lady that, you know, she was in an uncomfortable situation and, uh, by the law. And this, the law made her, put her in an uncomfortable situation. And this young lady was, uh, you've all heard of us talk about the woman that had 12 issues of blood dealing with her situation. Well, in the uh, Old Testament, if you look, when a woman was on her period at that time, they'd want her to hide. You know, that's the scripture. That's what they're talking about, the law. And then, uh, uh, I don't, and, and then as if she had a disease or something. Come on, stay here with me. And you see, we don't want to touch you because you're unclean. And that's what the scripture would say. So they would say, you go over there and get away from us. Now, uh, uh, so, but that's kind of crazy, isn't it? You see, but, you know, we make laws sometimes that are kind of crazy, right? And so uh, this, this young lady had a situation going on that she had dealt with for 12 years, so that meant that nobody really wanted to kind of deal with her, all right? And uh, a lot of people would have stopped. A lot of people would have stopped. 
And some of you in here now, I'm going to a spiritual thing. Now go up here with me, okay? There's a lot of people who have a spiritual condition of some kind, uh, and, and uh, they don't want anybody to deal with, nobody wants to deal with them because we don't, we don't want to deal with that. Right. You understand what I'm saying? We, we don't want to deal with that because that's, that's too much. We don't want to deal with You just need to go somewhere. This is why we have such high suicide rates in this country. Do you understand what I'm saying? Because, uh, you know, people need someone to, to show them where to go. Okay, now men, you love me? Yes, All right. Women are extremely better listeners than men. Amen. No, that's just a fact. That's just that's a fact. We go to work and come home. Can you imagine going to work, come home, and have to deal with children and you? All right, so, so you, and, oh, that's right, if you, and, and the percentage of women in church compared to men, any church compared to men, is, 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 you see what I'm saying? Because we sometimes can be knuckleheads, and uh, the pastor's just a man like me. He can't tell me nothing. I ain't going to go see no psychologist. I ain't crazy. You understand what I'm saying? But women will seek out help. That's why you see more women in church than you see men. They're seeking out help, you see, and, and uh, you know, men, we, I'm not talking about you all to come here, because you all know that, because you've invited some of your male friends to church and they ain't been here yet. So here's, here's the, come on, that's, that's right, that's just fact, you see, so we, we, we you see, and if you, if, ain't nobody going to get mad, but, uh, okay, but two people here, the devil and the people got the devil in them, so, <laughs> you see, you see what I'm saying, so, so we, we trying to grow up in here. Yeah, we're trying to grow up in here because we want Christ Temple North to be a solid church, you see. And we want Christ Temple North to understand the value of a God woman, you see. And so we're going to talk about this woman, and I'm going to go through it briefly if you want to stay with me here. Here we go. All right, this can be found in Mark 5, verse 24 for, through 34. We're now going remember, to read it from the voice. I said women are better listeners than men. See, they want to, they'll, they'll seek to find out things. You know, all right? And they're listening to what the preacher's saying. And they're listening to what the t- counselor's saying and what the teachers are saying. You know, they're listening to what the doctor's saying. Okay? Do you understand what I'm saying? And so we have to have our ears open, gentlemen, so that we can find an answer that we're looking for for our healing. Here we go. Jesus began traveling with Jairus toward his home and the crowd pressing around Jesus. There was a woman who had suffered continuous bleeding for 12 years. Now this woman had a sickness for 12 years, but she kept what? Seeking. That's right. She kept seeking for 12 years. She kept seeking. That's right. You see, I mean, that's something. Most people would give up. But this woman for 12 years kept seeking and it doesn't have to be this condition. It can be any condition. That's somebody special that has a condition that they keep seeking for 12 years. Right. Come on here. Right. All right. And this bleeding made her ritually unclean and an outcast according to the purity laws. And, and because, of, because of the laws, it made her what? An outcast. And sometimes women, because of our society, we put them in positions to be outcasts. Yes, right. Am I doing all right? And it don't have to be this situation. It can be other situations. We put them in positions to be outcasts. You see, that means nobody's over there. You can't come over here because we know what you were and who you were and what you've done before. 
then we want you to stay there. Do you understand what I'm saying? And there, there are women that won't go to the churches, some of the churches, because uh, the pointing at the fingers and how the people look at them, and you know who she was, you know what I'm talking about. You see, this woman was, she felt she was an outcast. Now, I don't know if she had a husband, but I know she had a mother and a father, and some grandparents, some people around her, but she still felt alone. You could be in here. Ever been, just felt alone. You felt like an outcast. You see, some people hurt themselves because of that. And some people medicate themselves because of that. But this woman knew that she could be healed. And she'd done everything she possibly could to be healed. In spite of what people said about her. You understand what I'm talking about? Okay. All right. She had suffered greatly, and although she spent all her money on her medical Wait care... Wait a minute. She had suffered greatly. Mm-hmm. She, all of that, she had suffered greatly. And see, when you suffer greatly, she's talking about you by yourself. Now, some of you women in here may know, some of you men may know, that you felt all alone. You felt that nobody cared about your situation, your circumstance. And you suffered greatly behind it. That's a tough place to be. When you feel all alone all by yourself. The people that you trusted in walked away from you. The people who were supposed to love you pointed their finger at you, scorned you, and put you down. This is what she went through, all right? And although she spent all her money on her medical care, she'd only gotten worse. And she spent all of her money on on her medical care and she got worse. You know, all her money, she had to get some money from someplace from working or whatever she got, but she was doing everything she possibly could to be healed. I'm going to switch gears a little bit. Sometimes you have to say to yourself, I'm going to give everything I've got, but I'm not going to stay in this condition for the rest of my life. She made up her mind, counsel, and said, wait a minute, I don't care how long. People said, you've been doing this for 12 years. You done spent all your money and you ain't got healed. I don't care how long I've been doing it. I will work the rest of my life until I find healing. Do you understand what I'm saying? Somebody may have been in that spot or know somebody's been in that spot. This is a courageous woman, Sister Cozy. No matter what it takes, I'm going to keep fighting. I'm going to keep working until I find, searching until I find healing for my condition. All right? And verse 27 says, she has heard of this miracle man, Jesus. Now, she has heard of this miracle, this miracle man called Jesus. Go to the top. Now, where does she hear that from? If you go up to Mark 3 and 7 and 10, possibly she heard it here. Jesus withdrew with his disciples to the lake, and a large crowd from Galilee followed. See, Jesus was uh, still doing some healing. And a large crowd followed him. All right, keep going, please. When they heard about all he was doing, many people came to him. And see, when they heard about all he was doing, many people came to him. Now, I don't know who told her, but she had to hear it somewhere. She had to hear it somewhere. Y'all with me? 
She had to hear it somewhere. Now, this is up here. This started, I'm starting at the back and going up front. This is at the front. They, she, she probably heard it from someone. She, the Bible says she heard about it. That means she was listening. You see, when you really have a conditioning that you're trying to get rid of, you're able to listening. Not only was she listening, she was hearing. And in her listening and she hear, hearing, she heard about a man called Jesus. All right? Go ahead. And they came from him from Judah, Jerusalem, Idumea, and the regions across the Jordan and around Tyre and Sidon. They came from him from KCK, Missouri, uh, Nebraska. They came everywhere around it to get to this man called Jesus. All right? But she had to hear that somewhere. Now, I'm going to come down and help. Y'all want y'all to help me. Let me tell you something. Your testimony about your healing of your condition can save somebody else's life. That's right. See, sometimes we're too quiet. We get too quiet about what God has done for us. You understand? See, so she had to hear it from somebody. Someone probably told her about this miracle man named Jesus. May not have the same condition, but in her head, she felt, well, if he can heal people of leprosy, she can heal my condition. That's right. Do you understand what I'm saying? If he can, he can make the blind man see, then he can heal my condition. And she's going to do everything she possibly can to get that healing. Do you understand? Let me do it this way. If he's healed other people's brokenness, he can heal my brokenness. That's right. Are you with me? That's right. But she heard that because somebody in the church wasn't ashamed to speak out and say, I was molested. That's right. But God healed me. I was abused, but God healed me. I had cancer, but God healed me. And you see what I'm saying? So sometimes some, we need to speak out. I was at, you ever been in a dark place? Anybody been in a dark place? I was in a dark place in my life because things can happen in your life and you think you're strong enough, but it'll take you to a dark place. But she could have said, somebody said I was in a dark place in my life, but God brought the light to my life out of that darkness. And she had heard about it. And she said, if he can do all that, this miracle man, then he can work a miracle in my life. You see, other people didn't want to touch me. They didn't want to deal with me. They didn't want me in their church. They didn't want me in my la the ladies' group. You see, but there's a man I heard about, a miracle worker. And I'm going to see if he'll do the same thing for me that he's done for somebody else. My heart's been broken and torn in part. But I believe he can heal me. That's right. You see? Come on here. Stay with me here. I'm serious about this message. Some of you in here are somebody else's light. Your darkness that you came out of into light will lighten somebody else's path to the light. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Right. All right? That's right. For he had healed many. He had healed many. All right? That those crowd of people with diseases were pushing forward just to touch him. They were just wanting to touch him. And she heard about it. She heard about it. I'm going to do that. Now, look what happened. There. I love this, love this story, and I'll be done. won't take a whole lot today. So, she, right. <laughs> so she had heard of this miracle man, Jesus. So she snuck up behind him. She snuck crowd. up behind him because, you remember, why did she sneak up behind him? Because her condition, nobody wanted to touch her. Nobody wanted to be around her. And I, I, if he sees me, but I, so she snuck up behind him. Sometimes you have to do what it takes. Yes. Yeah, sometimes you got to do what it takes. 
And she said what? And she reached out her hand to touch his cloak. She, said, she reached out her hand just to touch him. That's faith, people. That's faith, folks. Just, if I could just touch him. Carissa, if I could just touch him. I ain't got to grab a hold. If I could just touch him. Yes. All right? And she said to herself, even if all I touch are his clothes, I know I will be here. I love that. She said to herself, even if I touched all, any part of his cloak, I would be made healed. If I just touch any part of him, I'd be made healed. She said to herself, now I'm going to go here someplace else that doesn't say this, but we can do this. Holy Spirit, help me do this. Sometimes the Spirit will tell you, you don't need to do what somebody else needs to do. Just touch him. Just touch him. Just touch him. The Spirit moved her. Just touch him. Just touch him. You see? Sometimes, look at me, ladies. Sometimes you got the answer. Get that other stuff out your ear. Get that other stuff out your head. Get your past out your head. Get your past out that. Oh, come on, look at me. Say, say, say something to me, Pastor. Say to me, Pastor. Forget about all your failures. Forget about other people's failures. There's going to be a new day, and you're going to have a new life, and all you got to do is just touch him. It's in him. If you just touch him, he'll give you a new life. You see, he'll do that for you. All right? Men, he'll do that for you also. All right? As soon as her fingers brushed his cloak, the bleeding stopped. As soon as she touched him, the pain stopped, the bleeding stopped. Now, can we go spiritual? Say go spiritual. As soon as you touched him, the bleeding in your heart stopped. The bleeding in your spirit stopped. And you were healed. You don't bleed anymore. You don't hurt anymore. You don't feel dirty anymore. You feel clean now. As soon as you touched him, it stopped. All of that stopped. That's what the scripture says. It all stopped. It doesn't have to be a physical thing. It can be an emotional thing. It can be a spiritual thing as well as a physical thing. But as soon as you touched him, it all stops. It all stops, all right? And she felt that she was whole again. And she felt whole again. She felt whole. I know she wanted to jump and shout all around wherever she was at. I feel whole. I'm healed. You see? He'll do that for you. You see? His cloak is still around. It's just spiritual now. You see, it's still, in, it's still around. You can just reach up and touch it anytime you want. It's available to you because it's a spiritual thing right now. That's right. I'm talking to somebody in here, That's and right. it could be a man I'm talking to up in here, but I'm talking to somebody up in here. Quit. That's right. Quit. There's still a chance for you to be healed. That's right. All right? Now, there were lots of people that were pressed against Jesus at that moment. There's a whole bunch of people around Jesus. All right? But Jesus immediately felt her touch. Jesus felt her touch. See, a lot of people come to church. Some people come with nothing, leaving nothing. Right. <laughs> come on here. Yeah, 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 right? You see, you ought to feel something. And if you feel something, he feels something. You see, some people grieve the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit's a person, the third person of the Trinity, right? You see, it ought to feel something sometimes. The Holy Spirit ought to feel you. All right, go ahead, please. He felt healing power flow out of him. Jesus said, something came out of me. Something, something, something just came out of me. Power just left my body. Okay. He stopped, and then everyone stopped. He stopped a minute. You know, you've you done, done something when you stopped Jesus. 
That's right. Yeah, yeah, he, he, he walked on water, called dead folks up and all this. But this, this woman done something to him that was so powerful to him that he had to stop a minute himself. That's right. Come on here, church. That is power. When she was able to do something that nobody else had done, because there's no place else in the scripture where he stopped. But this, was, this here incident here was so powerful, the connection that this woman made with him touched him so much that he had to stop and say, who touched me? All right. That's exactly what I said. Who just touched my robe? He said, who just touched my robe? All right. His disciples broke the uneasy silence and said, Jesus, the crowd is so thick that everyone is touching you. They weren't there. They they, they couldn't get it. They said, everybody touching you. What do you mean? All these these folks touching you and you want to ask us who touched you? They probably done this. What's wrong with Jesus? (laughs) Yeah, all these people touching him and he's up there. You see, go ahead. But Jesus waited. His gaze swept across the crowd. He waited and he had done this. Somebody in here is getting this message. Somebody here is listening to me this morning. Somebody's going to get a healing in here this morning. I felt that really. I'm talking really in the Holy Ghost now. I got chills right now if you look at me and you see these little bumps on me because somebody in this church this day will be delivered because they're getting this message. You understand? Because you can feel it when somebody really receives it. Do you understand what I'm saying? All right. At last, the woman, knowing he was talking about her, pushed forward and dropped to her knees. She dropped to her knees, put her head down, and said. She was shaking with fear and amazement. You know why she was shaking with fear? Because she didn't know what he was going to say. Because everybody else done talked about her. Everybody else done put her down. You see, so she wouldn't look up. All right, here we go. And she told him, I touched you. She said, I'm the one that touched you. It's me. I touched you. All right. Then she told him the reason why. And she told her her story. Sometimes you need to tell him your story. He'll understand. That's right. He'll understand. Tell him your story. That's right. Talk to him. Tell him your story. All right. And Jesus listened to her and then said. When nobody else will listen. He'll hear you. And he'll send somebody that will hear you. She said, I love that. She told her story. All the failures, Sister Kim, all the people that turned their back on her, all the people that tried to give her medication to do this, she told her story. Then she probably told the rest of the story and said, but I heard about you. I heard about you. You the miracle man. That's right. And I thought I'd come today and touch you. That's right. All right? And Jesus said to her, daughter, you are well because you dared to believe. I love it. She said, baby, daughter, daughter, you well because you dared to believe. That's right. When everybody else was against you, when all hope was lost, you dared to believe. That's right. Sometimes you got to do that. You got to take a dare. I'm going to dare to believe today that Jesus Christ can heal me no matter what my condition is. I believe that today. I believe that. That's right. All right. And from the message, it says you took a risk of faith. She took a risk of faith. I done tried everything else. I got one more chance. And I'm going to take a risk of faith and put it in the man called Jesus. 
Do you understand what I'm talking about? I want to take a risk of faith and put it in the hand of Jesus. In other words, I've, all my life, I've put my life in the hands of man with his medication and his education. But today I'm going to put it in the hands of Jesus. That's right. The man called Jesus. That's right. I know what I'm talking about. I ain't going to tell my story. You tell Jesus your story today. He's wanting to heal you today. No matter what your condition is. Yes. And from the Amplified, he tells her, your faith, your personal trust and confidence. Your faith, ladies. Your personal what? Trust. Trust and what? Confidence. Your confidence will heal you. It's time to quit all that other stuff. If they could, they would. They don't have the medication. And they don't have the education. Education. I'm going crazy. That's right. But he's got the healing. He's got it for you. The same thing he done then, he can do today. You don't have to be sick no more. Take a chance. Take a chance on him. Take a chance on him. Right. Reach out and touch him today. Right. All right? There used to be a song, Reach Out and Touch and Be Made Whole. Reach out and touch him. Son of man. Remember that song? Reach out and touch him today. That's right. He wants you to be healed today. You see, maybe you couldn't see, see, God was smart enough to know the pastor would be smart enough to say, we ain't going to try the Sunday thing. We're going to do the Saturday thing. Somebody couldn't make it maybe on Sunday, and they're going to be able to be here on Saturday. Right. And he says, I want to talk to them today because, you know, God will do everything for one person. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You see, God says somebody's got a condition and they're going to, I want to see them. You talk to them about what they condition, the condition they're in, but they're going to be healed today. That's right. That's right. All right. I don't know where I'm at. Uh, still in the Amplified Version. Jesus tells her that you have been restored Jesus to your health. Jesus said, Jesus looked at her and smiled. You're restored. You're healthy. You're restored. He'll tell you that. I love that. Daughter, you're restored. Healthy. He done it. Twelve years. You love me? Yes. You may have been fighting this battle for ten years, five years, six years. I don't care how long you've been fighting it. When freedom comes. That's right. In the morning. There's used to be a song. Freedom comes in the morning. There's still a chance for you right now. I don't care how old you are, how long you've been battling. Freedom's yours. Yes. Freedom's yours. Healing's yours. Take a chance on it. Reach out and touch him. That's right. All right. And he tells her to go in peace and be permanently healed from your suffering. <laughs> he said, go in peace and be what? Healed. Permanently healed. See, when I go to the doctor, you know, this thing I'm battling with, they say, I'll see you in six months. Uh, or I'll come back in three months. But would Jesus touch you? Right. You ain't got to come back. You permanently healed. You see, when he does it, it's done. Right. See, you ain't got to come back no more. She said, go ahead on, baby. You are permanently healed. Right. And you don't have to come back right. no more. He'll do that for you this morning. He'll do that for you. He sent me to tell you this this morning. He'll do that to tell. Because, see, you know, God don't care about no Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday. He'll work on Saturday, huh? Just like he'll work on Sunday. You see, he told me to tell you this morning. We have church this morning. Saturday morning. And we ain't seven dead minutes. Saturday morning, right? right. We have a church this morning, right? Yes. 
I don't want nobody walking out of here sick. That's right. I want you, you don't have to be sick anymore. He'll heal you of your wounds and the bruises that you went through in your life. And you'll never have to go back that way again. That's right. Where am I at? Wherever you want to go to next. Just read the commentary because that's enough. Because I want to be able to restore and all that stuff. Because you feed too much and people start belching. That's right. That's right. All right. Yes. Belch out the good stuff. All right, here we go. That's right. So from the commentary starts off with. We're going to do the commentary. You love me? Yes. yes. Huh? Yes. God good? Yes. Here's the commentary. I'm going to use the commentary and then I'm going to shut it down. All right, here we go. So faith is a key to successfully work in the second step. Faith is the key. What is the key? Faith. faith is the key to work the second step. And that second step is I came to believe that a power greater than myself, doctors, medication, education, will bring me back to sanity. That's right. All right. For some of us, faith comes easily. For some people, faith comes easy. But for others, especially if we have experienced betrayal, it may be more and, difficult. And look at me. And some of you have been betrayed. I know that. You know, by husbands, uncles, fathers, wives, mothers. Some of you have been betrayed. Sisters, brothers, you've been betrayed. And it's a little difficult sometimes. That's right. And you want to, you'll say, well, Pastor, you don't understand. I ain't the one you're reaching out for. Right. I ain't got to understand. But I'll tell you one thing, I'll make a stand on this, he'll hear you. That's right. Some things I don't understand, but I'll make a stand on faith. That's right. All right? Sometimes we must exhaust all of our own resources. Sometimes we have to just do it, get our, exhaust everything. The old folks say get sick and tired of being sick and tired. Yes. All right? And trying to overcome our addictive disease. And overcome whatever our situation is. I done tried everything. I done tried men, women, alcohol, drugs, whatever. I'm exhausted. It's time to try Jesus. That's right. All right. And it says, before we will risk believing in a higher power. Yeah. Sometimes you can't believe in a higher power. You know why? You got resources left. But when you get to the point there ain't nothing left left, you ain't left, now, now you're ready. That's right. All right. In order to recover, we must follow the example of this woman. In order to recover, we got to follow her example. Now, if you read the King James Version, it said people were in her way, and she had to work her way through the crowd. Sometimes you have to fight through the crowd, the crowd of negativity. The crowd of yesterday. The crowd of all the backbiters, underminers. You got to get past all that to get to Jesus. That's right. Because sometimes you get crowded up in here. You got to knock that out of the way. You got to tell Satan you're a liar. I'm worthy. Yes. Yes. You see? All right. We cannot afford to stand back hoping for cures and avoid deliberate action because of our lack of faith. It's our faith. Faith is the substance of things hoped for, with the evidence of things not seen. Mm-hmm. I believe him this morning. Do you believe him this morning? Yes. All right. We may have lived with our condition for many years. I don't care about your pain and your condition for many years. 
and some of you know what I'm talking about. You've lived with it secret for many years. One of the good things when it started, it needs to be balanced, is the Me Too. It's the Me Too, right? The Me Too group. People have been hurt and dealing with pain for years. The longer you deal, the bigger it takes a part of your life. But now they can come out. But after you get out, you got to have some place to go. And that is into the arms of Jesus. That's right. That's right. It's into the arms of Jesus. All right? When we can come to believe in God. We can what? Come to believe in God. We've got to come to believe in God, a higher power than ourselves. Yes. You gotta, there is, there's a higher power than you. you got to believe in that. All right? And have the faith to take hold of our own recovery. I'm going to take hold of my own sickness. Right. Here you go. Here you go. That's right. I haven't got anything to give you, Lord, but a broken heart, a wounded spirit, a confused mind. A sick body, hurt, and pain. That's all I got. And I'm giving it to you. Because my faith spirit says, you'll heal me of that. You see? Paul says, I'm crucified with Christ. Your pain, put it on the cross. Let him take it. And walk free. What a beautiful thing to hear. Daughter, you're healed. Go and enjoy your life. That's right. That's right. Yes. Okay. Say, ain't that good? Is God good? The Isaac's on their way up. Come on, give God a hand. Yes.